0: Three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to The Real Pineapple Podcast Network. All right. Three, two, Good evening, everyone. Happy Saturday as my black-ass wakes (laughs) up. This is The Real Pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter, here. And I am here with oh my god, someone I'll be able to see in just over a month, because we're getting vaccinated, thank fucking Yay. Christ. I have, a, I have a, uh, I have DC, uh, DC fan, uh, overall nerd, Apolo- Alyssa, DC Alyssa, apologist. how I want you? all my titles. I See, the thing <laughs> is, I won't even say DC apologist, because apologist would imply that they never make anything good, and I think that's, I think that's unfair, so that's why I said DC fan, and um i can't confirm this because you guys obviously can't see the audio but i'm wearing the justice league of america uh, retro shirt right now so nice uh, yeah which Alyssa can confirm yes it's always <laughs> but, nice when you Alyssa, dress for the occasion I, right thank you but Alyssa, good morning good morning how are you i'm
1: good i am waking up slowly
0: so I'm going to give you roughly a minute here because uh, my colleague Scott and I went 90 minutes. I'm going to give you a, a minute here to share your thoughts on uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League because because you, you enjoyed it. Because we've both talked about really? it. I enjoyed it less than you did, but, you, but we both admitted that there was good stuff about it. So I'm just going to give you the floor for a couple minutes and just let you... Sure.
1: All right. So my uh, my little PowerPoint paragraph here is going to be basically, um, I was completely ready to hate it. I remember you and I were both very cynical and I had to eat kind of a plate of crow because I honestly thought it wouldn't be different enough to really even justify existing. I thought it'd be a little bit more oversaturated colors, a couple F-bombs and maybe some extra gore. I did not anticipate all of the story stuff that actually got added into that cut. Um, So... My biggest compliment is that it does justify its own existence, in my opinion. Um, I, It's a very long sit. I could do with it being a bit shorter, and I was kind of counting out as I was watching it areas where I'm like, oh, I could cut that. Um, it's, it's actually the length is definitely a big negative on its side because when you want to go watch it again, who the fuck has that kind of time on their hands, you know? So, um, right. but overall, um, I thought it did a lot better with the characters. I thought the story was a lot more cohesive. The ending was so much fucking better. Oh, my God. Um, Which one? (laughs) No, no, the the Snyder Cut one. Like, I love that. I love the fucking shit where, like, they all die and then, the like, come on. I I love it when movies do crazy shit like that, you know? Especially, like, comic book movies, because why the fuck? I mean... I I always hate how a lot of comic movies take the most linear stories that they can. Up until very recently, I feel like they always just play it super safe and try to follow just the same kind of basic themes and hero's journey. And you fight, you lose, then you come back and then you win and then everyone has a happy ending. I just find that stuff very overplayed these days. So whenever a movie kind of does it different where I'm like, I didn't see that coming, I have to admire it. Um, but yes, I enjoyed it more than you did. It's not a great movie by any stretch, but in terms of, you know, just seeing the characters you love and seeing kind of a much more interesting story, I, I, yeah, I mean, if it wasn't so crushingly long, I would definitely watch it again.
0: Yeah, like that's that's pretty much where I landed. Uh, I landed on a C C+, because, again, I've had people yelling at me about Snyder for the last three years. So, what did you, think? I admit you Some of it is you
1: took an entire grade off for something. Oh, the the aspect ratio. That's right.
0: Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Just off. Just off of principle alone, because I watched it on my monitor and I was like, yeah, this is a very bad choice, and th- so. And I'll be real too, If I hadn't known that ten percent, because a fan broke it down, that ten percent of the film is is in slow mo, it'd probably be a C instead of a C plus. But I had to be fair because again, if you I didn't, if you
1: didn't notice it, then you can't ding the slow mo. I mean, you probably didn't notice it because you were like, it, oh. again, ten percent over four hours is you know hard to notice. That, that's still,
0: oh it it, it if it, it wasn't in the review. <laughs> listen I brought it up pretty consistently but I have to but as I said in the review credit where it's due I thought it was going to be BVS bad and just the fact it wasn't that bad that is something to celebrate
1: question mark oh I agree I was shocked when you told me that you some of your friends were saying it was BVS bad I mean anyone who's putting it on par with BVS I'm sorry you're just wrong it is not that bad
0: I agree I I agree and and that is something that I you know per our review have said like if you think this is bvs bad you really are just hating on the film but if you also think this is cuz i'm seeing this a lot too, the best comic book film ever made then i want what you're smoking because that's not it's, true it's not even his best film no it's
1: not creator. it's not um i think watchmen's better than by far
0: R- interesting um, that's so i have a love hate relationship with Watchman, i know
1: we've been over it um
0: we have no
1: what's the other one he has another I was actually just thinking about this oh, so the other day. My favorite Snyder movie.
0: Owl movie. Owl movie. <laughs> Owl movie's my favorite one. <laughs> I know it's not called Owl movie. It's Legend of the Guardians. But uh, I think it's Dawn of the Dead remake. That's it's it. Still Thank can... you.
1: Yes, Dawn of the Dead remake yeah. is actually his best movie, if you were to ask me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's fair. So overall, you gave it like, you would have given like a B, right? Yeah,
1: I'll put it yeah, in you're... a solid B. 85%. <laughs> like right in the middle B.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... But I actually, so, since we talked about that, we have to talk about DC's newest project, which, oh my god, it's so nice to be excited for a DC project. Um, obviously, the Batman notwithstanding, because I'm hyped for that shit, but um, I've been a huge James Gunn fan since uh, since Slither. I think the man is genuinely brilliant. Um, he was a producer on Brightburn, which, it's, it, there's... Issues with it, but it's still okay. Right, Brighton um, was
1: such a missed opportunity. I don't know how much you can lay at his feet for that. Um, because I I just feel like they really blew like a pretty fun concept and a really great cast on kind of a mediocre script.
0: And that's what sucks is because I think if you rewrite the script and you give it twenty five ish minutes to actually show the kid be a good kid before he makes a turn then everything else after that becomes very impactful. And that was my biggest gripe against the film.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, it was just such a wasted opportunity because, I mean, we've seen so many iterations of Evil Superman. So doing it as a kid is a fresh take on it. You could actually have fun with it, but they... Yeah, no, they needed to add more in the middle there and show him be an actual kid. That way it's a lot more meaningful when he goes completely fucking psycho. I didn't even realize at first why he started acting bad until like my second watch of it when it's like you realize that the ship like programmed him. But like you don't feel anything. It's like, I don't know if this is normal for this kid or not, (laughs) you
0: know? Exactly. And and for me, that was such a that was such a bummer because I really was sitting there going, this is a great concept on paper. Like, I want to see this just. By default, um, also seeing Roy from the office the way he got killed. Whoo, that was—that's what you get for for fucking around with Pam, asshole. <laughs> but, it, but James Gunn is back with his. Okay, so I'm gonna call it now. I think James Gunn's gonna be with DC moving forward after Guardians Three. You I think think or your hope. Back. I think, and I hope. Uh, I think he'll. Cause let's be real, like Guardians Three, they should they should kill off Star Lord, not just because Chris Pratt's a douche. But, I love Chris Pratt. How
1: dare you? He's not a
0: douche.
1: You're part. Oh, he's a. D- no, he's not. He. It's a celebrity. He's a douche no one even knows celebrities. I hate this whole cult of personality people ascribe <laughs> to people. Like, you're you're this so guilty be- of it too. Like,
0: I, whoa, how you can, you can be quiet right now. Like, look, I like Chris Pratt's very charming, grows great facial hair. What else would you want? You know, he's married to a Schwarzenegger, like good for him, but he's kind of a douchebag. And based
1: on what, I'm sorry, I hate to derail right here, but like, I'm just curious what you're basing this on.
0: (sighs) Okay. So basically he's not a fan of the, uh. Of the gays,
1: no. <laughs> he attends a church where some people have expressed that opinion, and he's never actually said but, anything on his side. I mean,
0: but isn't that worse to not clear the air when you're going to a church that discriminates against a group like that? I'm
1: pretty sure he did come out and say he has no problem with gay people.
0: But if you're still going to a church that is against gay like you get how that looks bad i don't think
1: (laughs) i'm one i'm of the opinion that just because you're a celebrity does not mean you need to justify every tie in your life and you're not i don't know i i will if he ever says anything homophobic or anything like that then yeah i'll say that that's not right but until he actually explicitly does then i'm not about to ascribe opinions to him that he has not expressed i think that that's very unfair
0: well i mean you are also celebrity and you are in the public eye so if we're gonna subscribe you know values and things to politicians if you're a celebrity sorry that's part of the gig don't feel bad for him but i
1: don't feel bad for him but i just but, i just think you and i have a bit of a disagreement on a
0: on that what the hell the, uh, what us disagreeing the hell are you say we never right? disagree
1: yeah
0: <laughs> right but but james gunn has been you know such a force for a while and it's he's a very weird dude And I think that's actually my favorite thing about James Gunn, is that, you know, you think about something like Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, both films, where the characters were C-level Marvel heroes at best, and he goes ahead, like, out of all the properties he could have done, he went, I'm gonna take this one and make it a thing, because they didn't have the rights to X-Men at the time, (laughs) and let's be clear, if they had the rights to X-Men, we would not have had a Guardians of the Galaxy movie, but we get two of them that are big smashes, and then Disney fires James Gunn for bullshit, and I won't go on that whole thing, you can Google it, Google it, kids, but then in between that time, hey, DC's like, save us, save us, and he goes, sure, I'll make something weird for DC, and apparently he was offered anything he wanted, because he talked about maybe doing Green Lantern, maybe doing Superman, like he was offered anything he wanted from DC, which, when you think about just their catalog, is pretty fucking insane oh yeah the fact that he's given the fact that he's gave him a blank check like that but he said i want to do a suicide squad film and let's be clear the last suicide squad film um to call it not good is being way too kind to it it's a it's an offensive mess that's the best way i'll put it, it it's uh we reviewed it go listen to the to our review it's it's a bad movie it's straight up a bad
1: probably my least favorite um just in terms of missed potential well i don't know it's so hard i go back and forth on bbs and suicide squad because suicide squad is so easy to not fuck up that i can't believe they managed to fuck it up that badly batman versus superman again it seems like it would be easy to not fuck up but actually when you think about it i can see how that's a big you know Role to fill, so I can be—I don't know—more forgiving. I don't know. It's—it it depends on what time of day you ask me which one I hate more. Um,
0: I, I get what you—I get what you mean though, because yeah, BVS—you know—the—the the term I've used on here—it should have been a layup, and I stand by that. But I—I I, I think for me, where you could make the case for Suicide Squad being the bigger miss opportunity is, I saw Batman Assault on Arkham like a week before I saw Suicide Squad. And I just left the theater even more pissed off. I went, why don't you take this animated feature that you had and just make it a little longer in live action? Well,
1: and like, then after it's, that, it's they re- had Suicide Squad the Hell to Pay movie. And that one was a blast, too. Like,
0: yeah, so, yeah it was. It's not hard so, to make a
1: good Suicide Squad movie. I can see how it's hard to make a good BBS movie because it is so ambitious and you have such a high expectation to fill. So... I don't know. They're 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 bad in very different ways, but they both really, really, really piss me off. So I can't I can't say which one I hate more. Sometimes.
0: So so as we talk about this trailer, I have to give the trailer credit. I'm already more entertained than I was (laughs) in Suicide Squad. Like I've laughed more um, because I laughed at Suicide Squad, like at it, like haha, this sucks, but. I was actually laughing at the trailer, like, oh my god, these jokes are actually funny, and there's color, holy shit, there's color in a DC movie, the hell that, the hell you say, but there's stuff here that I went, you have to have, and I'm not as huge of a Suicide Squad fan as you, I've definitely read uh, several runs of it, but some of the references and characters he's pulling, you have to have really read Suicide Squad to pull, you know, Polka Dot Man, and to pull... Um, you know, um, uh, weasel and you know these other catcher. characters. I go, yeah, rat. Yeah, well, the second rat catcher. Yeah. Technically, well, I think they're, they're both
1: in there. Um, I, I mean, just from the trailer, probably first rat catcher dies and then his daughter there is like avenging him. I don't know, something like that.
0: Yeah. Um, um
1: I will say, you know what? I'm, and, <coughs> and we're dealing with a huge difference in talent here between I think David Ayer did the first one. Yeah
0: yeah um, and, and the, the
1: gulf yeah. between David Ayer and James Gunn is huge but I will say you know the trailer for the first Suicide Squad movie looked pretty fucking good too so I am going in here guarding my heart just because I <laughs> I mean that's a, that's the job of a trailer is to make the movie look awesome if you can't do a good trailer then that's how you you know obviously know it's going to be piece of shit but every even the worst movies can sometimes have really epic trailers so I'm trying what? to be cautious here
0: one of my favorite trailers uh, for a film maybe ever is the third Man of Steel trailer. I think it's a genuinely perfect trailer. And while I don't hate Man of Steel, I definitely was disappointed by it at points. So you're not wrong. Now, here's the thing, though, to your point. Ayer is a completely different filmmaker than Gunn. And you didn't you didn't see Ayer's last film, The Tax Collector. I'll tell you, it's a giant piece <laughs> of shit. Um, and it was actually my number three my number three or number two least favorite film last year like the tax collector is fucking terrible but gun gun's weirdness is kind of made for a suicide squad film
1: i agree 100 so, i was telling you i admire how when he's given the opportunity to make like a comic book movie he's like i'm gonna take characters that you think are completely unfilmable and i'm gonna do it fucking starro if you would have told me a year so, ago that they're going to do a live-action movie that has a giant fucking starfish in it, like, they're actually going to do Star of the Conqueror, I would have been like, there's no way any studio's going to sign off on that.
0: So, let, 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 yeah, so let's kind of get in the trailer, and I'm just going to kind of just take shit, um, just kind of grab shit phrasing, and, <laughs> and address it as, as, as you will. So, Star was the big one, obviously. You know, you have someone in Idris Elba, who, of course, you know, was in uh, the first Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. He's here playing Bloodsport. And Aegis Elba, let's get out of the way. You know, Black Superman, technically he should be in this, you know, if we're going off of Hobbes and Shaw logic. But Aegis Elba is just one of my favorite actors, period. You know, of course, very handsome man, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but of, of course. He also is joined by John Cena, which I'll be real. This is the most I've liked John Cena probably in about 10
1: years so. John Cena, did they recast Jai Courtney? It didn't look like him in the trailer. He he looked weird. No,
0: that no, that's still weird. Uh, he, lo- he, yeah, he looks exactly. like way younger
1: somehow in this one. Is it just me?
0: Really? You think yeah, so? Uh, I, I think so, hmm. but, but seeing, okay, so John Cena, you know, it, former pro wrestler, I guess he's still technically wrestling, but John Cena's bugged me for a minute, and this whole attempt to be, you know, The Rock or Dwayne Johnson, I went, okay, that's kind of, like, give me a fucking break. This is the most I've already laughed at John Cena in something in any of the films he's done. I went, oh, wow, he's actually making fun of himself. Because when I think of, you know, the whole Super Cena persona he had in wrestling, how people were even saying, oh, he should be Captain America. And I'd go, please don't say that. That's the last thing I fucking want. So he's kind of the anti-Captain America here, which... I love that this is the role that he picked and hearing him talk about eating a bag of dicks for Liberty <laughs> <laughs> is something I didn't know I needed, but yeah, I kind of want more of this John Cena.
1: I will say a lot of the hate around him for when he was wrestling is because he was just, especially compared to like the flashier characters. Like I was a huge late nineties, like wrestling fan, you know, WCW and all that. Um, John Cena just was very boring to a lot of people back when he was wrestling, True. yeah, um, by the way, Bret Hart, the pink and black attack, that was my guy. Um, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Never forgive Goldberg for ending his career. But anyways. Um,
0: I, wow, well, I just gained even more respect for <laughs> people in wrestling purposes, but continue. <laughs>
1: um, yeah, no, um, I and this is, I think, just a credit to James Gunn in general, because he does the same thing in Guardians, where he takes a lot of people who you just really wouldn't think have a lot of chemistry, and he makes them a lot more charismatic. It's, it's a credit to the directing, quite honestly. Um, True. Um, I will say, um, on that same note, Rick Flagg actually looks like he has a personality in this one.
0: Yeah. So Joel Kinnaman is one of those dudes I see in stuff, and I go, I don't know if I'm gonna like you or not, because I actually thought he wasn't bad in the uh, Robocop remake. That was from 20, oh God, 2015, I want to say. And I actually thought him in the first Suicide Squad, I actually liked him in it. I didn't think he had a lot, like,
1: I found him very generic. I don't know. He didn't really leave much of an
0: impression. I really liked him in uh, uh, a Deadshot's back and forth. The big problem is that they tie Rick Flag with uh, uh, Enchantress, and that whole romantic subplot just does not fucking work. That's really his biggest problem. But as far as him being, you know, basically, you know, douchebag GI Joe, I would. This actually kind of works for what the film is giving it looks like we're getting a better representation of that here which you know i'm already excited about but
1: i really really hope that it... they do a callback to his super awkward introduction for katana in this one i i really hope that james be... gunn is like a fucking like parody of that because that was so bad
0: so i wonder how much james gunn's gonna kind of poke the bear in that sense because there's so much from that first suicide squad that you can pick apart and make fun of, you know, the fact that, you know, that Katana is not even a fucking character in that when she's, when she's a fucking badass. If you've read, if you've read her in the comics, you know, the fact that, you know, the Harley is barely dressed in that movie. And look, I I love like Margot Robbie. Yes. She's super fine. You know, whatever else you want to add to that, but they actually gave her a fucking costume in this, which, you know, again, go figure. And We've talked about this off mic. I'm a huge fan of Margot Robbie just as an actress. I I think she is... She's going to be very much Scarlett Johansson in the sense that people are always going to be like, oh my gosh, she's so hot, and not give her credit for how good of an actress she actually is, because she actually is a genuinely great actress. Um, she
1: is, and I think that the first Suicide Squad movie um, really, again, it's a, it's a matter of directing. She's not really that great in the first Suicide Squad movie. She is pretty good. She's one of the best parts of it, but compare her in Birds of Prey. Like... When she has like a director is actually like given her something to work with. she's so much like like she really comes to life versus just kind of going through the beats like she did in the original one.
0: So my big thing with her portrayal of Harley is I think it's gotten better with each thing I've seen her. In. Um, while I'm not crazy about birds of prey like a lot of people are, uh, I gave it a B minus when we reviewed it. Um, I feel like that potential's there. Like I, I, like, I don't think it's her. That That's the best way I can put it. I, I think it's the material she's been given. Gunn has talked about even... Gunn's already talking about doing a, uh, a solo Harley Quinn project with Margot Robbie. Like, apparently that's on the table already. And in hearing Gunn talk about Harley in some interviews here recently, it seems like he really does get the character. So I'd be curious to see if he even wants to take on Gotham City Sirens, because that should, in theory, be the next thing that they do with Harley. Oh, be still my
1: heart, I would die. uh, I mean, honestly, um, Gotham City Sirens would have made way more sense than Birds of Prey. I don't know why they did a Birds of Prey with her.
0: Thank you, and I was fucking saying that. So, But where they leave it in Birds of Prey, I went, okay, you could do Gotham City Sirens now off of what you've done here. But seeing her in this... The fact that they're going to save her, the fact she got captured. So I'm curious because the trailer obviously doesn't tell us. Is she getting captured because she's on the run after Birds of Prey? Is she being captured for something she does here in the movie? That's something I'm curious about. Because if they connect this, the Suicide Squad with Suicide Squad anyway, you couldn't take the little bits you know that you want to connect and kind of go from there. So I'm hoping they kind of address that. But i love the first costume we see her in mm-hmm. it's very it's very harley and she's doing the voice but not to an obnoxious extent like i think it's just enough of the accent and not like overbearing that's kind of the best way i can put it at least from what we've seen in the trailer it doesn't seem like she's doing the accent as heavy she's done it prior. Oh,
1: hold on hunter um
0: But uh, yeah, I mean, so I think with Harley's voice, it, it's it's a little interesting and she's not using as much as uh of, as much of the accent. But this is also just from the bit we've seen. Uh, there's that great scene of her in this. Uh, uh, looks like in this uh, in this room where she's got like dual guns and she's shooting and she's shooting people and. We get that slow-mo, but we get this very colorful mm-hmm. background of, like, flowers behind her, which I went, that's just a great fucking shot. So, there's a lot here already that I'm going, okay, this is colorful. It feels like it's going to be DC's The Dirty uh, the dirty Dozen, which, if it's even close to that, then this will be fucking awesome. Um I mean, what I—I I mean, again, you're the bigger Suicide Squad fan. Like from the trailer, what were you noticing? Going like, oh my god! I, um, I, outside of the giant. You know, IG well, monster. yeah, <laughs> no, that was
1: that was the part that I had to like pause and rewatch like eighty times. Was like, no way, really. Um, so, what uh, what jumped at me? I mean, it's kind of hard for me to watch the trailer and not instantly compare it to the massive disappointment that was its predecessor. Um, so. Already, what's good is they actually are using the Suicide Squad correctly. Um, they are not world savers. They are a black ops team that you would blow their head off if they did anything that displeases you, and if uh, they fuck it up, you pretend you didn't know them. That's the entire point of the squad. It's a great idea, and I have no idea why they decided to not use it in the original. Um, the chemistry is much better, just from the short bits that I've seen. Um, it's It's got to be really hard, especially with such a huge cast that they're already going into this with. I mean, I'm sure a couple people are going to bite the bullet pretty early, but just just trying to oh, coordinate sure that people. many different actors um that many different characters is oh i don't envy that task um but from what i've seen the chemistry looks really good the costuming i love the unapologetically ridiculous costumes that's again one thing i just love about james Gunn. he's like oh yeah know, we're, we're just pulling this one straight from the page i ain't changing it for anything um see uh I, I do like the actress they got for Ratcatcher 2. looks like they're going to kind of tease a romance with her and um, Bloodsport. Uh, I don't know. Like, honestly, I, I still can't. I, I'm still just seeing giant starfishes in my mind's eye when I'm trying to talk about this. <laughs> um.
0: <laughs> so, 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 okay. So, before we get back to giant starfish, I will say we have not talked about uh, one of my favorite parts about the Harley Quinn TV show that is also mm. in here. We have not talked about King Shark. Who's voiced by fucking Sylvester Stallone, which is just the most. When I heard that Stallone was joining the cast, I went, "Oh my god, I think he's voicing King Shark." And I remember people going, "Like, you think so? And, Wait, it's the only thing that kind of makes sense." And so, getting that confirmation, because there's this point in the trailer where he goes hand, and a man, and a man at <laughs> wall just looks at him like, "Yep, that's your hand." I went, "Oh, yep, this is perfect." Actually, yeah, basically, and so just real quick on Stallone, I if there's a it, this is such a small gripe and it is it's a gripe but it's a small one. I hope they clean up the CG for for King Shark by the time we get to the uh, to the movie because it did look a little rough in spots. But even if they didn't clean up the CG, just seeing him go murmur and eat someone in the trailer, I, I went we, holy was, crap. Okay, King Shark is a
1: shark from him.
0: Oh, yeah. I James Gunn's too much of a nerd. I I I highly doubt that's not in. there But the shot where he rips that dude in half was such a was such a oh my god! So I was mid sip of my coffee when I watched the trailer yesterday morning and seeing that, I was like, "Holy shit! Okay, that is something I did not expect." But I'm a sucker for people being torn in half lengthwise. um, There's
1: like Like I've never seen a movie where I didn't like I... <laughs> get a, like oh fucking hardcore out of me. Um, uh, I actually uh, going back to the CGI, I I actually would not mind it at all if it was not even polished a little bit. I actually kind of think it lends a bit to the tone, like the over the top, the silly, colorful. Because I mean that's the that's always what you're trading off when you're not doing it all dark and murky Zack Snyder style. Is it, you know the effects are easier to see. It's a lot easier to pick them apart. Um, but I actually, I don't know, I, I think it would totally, completely fit if they had it maybe a little bit rough in spots.
0: So it's it's interesting because looking at, um, so they brought back Viola Davis, which is the one thing I said outside of uh, Margaret Robbie that they should bring back was, uh, was Viola Davis, uh, her Amanda Waller from uh, the first Suicide Squad, and that woman, my god, just there's a certain amount of swagger you have to have to pay uh, to play Amanda Waller. And there's this point where there's a pin right at her neck and she doesn't fucking flinch. I went, God damn, she's a badass. And one of my favorite scenes in Suicide Squad is where she just gets that gun and shoots a couple of her of her people down like it's nothing. I went, oh, okay. This is this is her. And seeing her, you know, in her, you know, in her <laughs> pantsuit and all that. You know, still looking like it, uh, an intimidating bitch. Like th- 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 you can't teach that. That's just natural. Y- you know, like authoritative. Like that. anyone who of that anyone who
1: knows anything yeah. about the Suicide Squad have, will tell you. Yeah. Like you can't you can't fuck up Amanda Waller. Like you have to really get someone who can. Be in a room full of hardened criminals and, like, super villains and still be, like, the most fucking cold motherfucker in there. It's, like, you have to have someone with that presence. So, yeah, A-plus casting on Viola Davis for that. I actually think, um... Oh, what's her name? Also would have been really good, because I think that she could pull it off, too. The chick from Ma. Um... From The Help. Uh, What's her name? So Um... Yes, uh, thank you. She oh, would have okay, also, I think, Spencer? been really good because in the comics, actually, yeah. um, and I, I've always thought it was one of the more interesting kind of design choices, but in the comics, um, Amanda Waller is a big old lady. Um, so I think Octavia Spencer would have been good, and I think that she could also kind of project sort of that cold, kind of badass vibe. It'd be, it'd be nice to see her sort of stretch her legs a bit with something like that.
0: So, uh, yeah, I mean, if you see her in something like Ma. Like you see that she can play crazy, and intense, very, mm-hmm. uh, very easy. No, no, no. She on um, Viola
1: Davis. I just like, but okay, yeah, like so, that my. That was just kind of my point. Is like, yeah, for someone like Amanda Waller, you absolutely need someone who can project that level of intimidation.
0: So I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say one way this movie can really disappoint me if Pete <laughs> Davidson makes it to the end. There's no reason he should make it to the... I fucking hate Pete Dav- So if if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, I fucking hate The King of Staten Island. Like I think that's one of the most... I think that's the most overrated film of 2020, and it bothers me that people like that movie as much as they do, and Pete Davidson, you know, in two to three minute SNL weekend update segments, he's fine. But I don't want two hours of Pete Davidson being on screen next to Aegis Elba, next to Michael Roker and uh, Margot Rock. He he has not earned the right to share the set. I'm with actually those looking people. forward to. So. I bet, I,
1: I'm betting that they're going to kill off um, Savant, uh, Michael Roker's character. Because you remember during DC fandom, how much shit everyone was giving him. I bet he has like the most insane yes. death in this movie. Yes.
0: Well, I mean the, the the tagline is what don't get too is like don't get too attached. Like, I'm just I'm just I'm really looking people. forward to that one in
1: particular hey. just because I remember how much shit they were giving him and how everyone was just like vacating on him the entire time. Like I I wonder what's going on in that film.
0: Oh yeah, which was so fucking fun. But but you already got that vibe of the camaraderie between the cast is just off that little fandom mm-hmm. uh, panel, which. If it's any, if any of that even comes close to translating, we'll be in will be in good hands when this movie comes out. But um, last thing I'm gonna throw out, I really love that uh, John uh, Ostrander is actually in the trailer. If uh, you you can spot him, uh, of course he's a very prominent Suicide Squad writer. I was really happy to see that he is in the trailer, and apparently he's nice. a co writer on the script with Gun, which which are. Which already makes me go, okay, this is good. He also worked on the Suicide Squad, Hell to Pay, which is why it's so which. Good. By the way, guys, if you um, haven't seen it, go watch Hell to Pay. It's that
1: still gives worth it.
0: me. I agree. It's on HBO Max. Last I checked, so
1: I think it's on Prime. Yeah, no
0: excuse if you don't have it. That's actually something we should. That's actually something we should review yes, before uh, this comes out. But, but I, this is I've watched this trailer twelve times, like. Before even watching it again, here to uh, review with you, um, plus using Steely Dan is just—I'm a huge Steely Dan fan, so I was like, "Oh shit, okay!" Like a very good song choice with Gun, you know, kind of knows a little bit about. Definitely was getting some Guardian vibes films. from but, the
1: soundtrack here, which I mean is not a bad abso- thing at all.
0: Absolutely. So this comes out in August, um, not. Not far away, so we'll probably get one more trailer. Cause technically, while this is the first official trailer, we did get that pretty lengthy look at fandom. So I don't want them to just I don't want them to spoil too much. That's the best way I can put it. So if we get one more trailer between now and August, maybe get one, you know, late June, I'd be fine with that. I don't think you need three trailers for this movie. Um my only concern and DC fans, I'm, I'm I'm speaking to you directly here, so please, please listen to me on this. If you want like weirder, like cool shit, go support this stuff. Like 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 honestly, go out and support it. Watch it on HBO Max. You, you know, like go out and support these these projects. I think this is going to be. I hope this is Shazam level of great. Like that's kind of what I'm thinking it's going to be, and, and I fully admit. Alyssa, I share your hesitation <laughs> to not be hurt again because I remember, I remember going to the last Suicide Squad, thinking maybe this will work, and being yeah. incredibly upset. I obviously have more faith in a uh, in more faith in air. That's not true. I have more <laughs> faith in gun hair. than I do in air. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I have more faith in gun than I do in air, and the posters they put out alone, I went. Wow, I really think you get this, like, as far as, like, the characters. um, They put out, like, 12 posters, character posters, for several of the members of the squad, which all look badass. So I'm like, okay, like, I think the marketing is going to be going about this the right way. I look forward to going to Hot Topic and grabbing a uh, Peacekeeper shirt at some point, <laughs> but... but yeah, I'm, I'm hyped for this. I think this is i I'm pretty a... excited
1: for it, too, and I definitely want to echo what you said in terms of, yeah, I mean, if, if you want to see more of this, definitely make sure, you know, you go out and buy a ticket. Uh, support the animated universe, because, as always, DC, you know, has always kind of had the edge, at least in that one arena, is that they put out really great animated content, both movies and shows. Yes. Um, I'm super excited. Uh, did you notice that the actor that they got for Polka Dot Man is the guy from The uh, Dark Knight? Um, he... The, the I one, did not know um, that. No, the, like the Joker henchman that Harvey tries to like pretend to torture. So, so we can pretend oh, that's right. that this is like maybe a sequel to that, and that's how Polka Dot Man got started.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, I I did not. Okay, so th- that is something we have not brought up. Uh, Peter Capaldi, fucking doctor, fucking the doctors in this shit. Uh, Peter Capaldi is. Fucking awesome! And seeing him, I forgot he was in this, and I mean that as a compliment. I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh my god, Capaldi's in this!" Like, fuck yeah, let's go. Um, uh, him playing, uh, him playing the thinker. When you look at how he looks in the comic, it it's, is it's it is absolutely perfect. perfect. All, all, basically, all the like, casting
1: here is basically spot on. Um, you know, Bloodsport. Uh, I I would not have thought of Idris Elba for that, but I'm so glad that that's the direction they went in.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, all due respect to Will Smith, and, and, and look, I think I think he hit more, I think he hit the mark more as Deadshot than he didn't, but I'll be the first to admit they had to kind of go with the Will Smith-isms and go, well, we can't make him as cold as we really want to because we have Will Smith playing him. It's like, well, then don't hire Will Smith for this role. <laughs> like, you need to kind of lean into what makes... Dead shot, dead shot. They won't have that problem with Idris Elba, because Idris Elba doesn't give a fuck. And I mean that in the best way possible. So, you know, you sub out one black guy for another. I mean, you know, I get that We're interchangeable. <laughs> you all look the same. But I... but, but Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I'm really happy that they at least have him in it, because Idris Elba's one of those guys who is kind of... And I hate using this term, but Deserved unquote, to break through for a while. Um, it really should have been Luther, and not enough people have seen that fucking show. So I'm happy that he's in something more mainstream. I hope he makes it to the end because I mean, you know, the black guy always dies. Maybe it doesn't happen here. Maybe
1: he lives. I'm, I might see another day. Looking at the trailers but he's going to be one of the we'll ones see. that does make it to the end because they got to have him in the neck. Because you know, a uh, blood sports most famous for I think shooting Superman with a kryptonite bullet. So they got to keep him around for that.
0: That is, that, that, so, that is true. I'm hoping, really hoping that, um... And we're also really hoping opinion. that James Gunn but basically
1: gets to I be, what, t- uh, what did you say, the Kevin Feige of, uh, DC?
0: That, that's what I'm hoping for, because, I mean, here's the thing. To pull, p- to pull Starro out of your ass, again, you really... Have to be digging G- deep. Give and me a James Gunn Superman comments. movie with and Brainiac. So it's so funny you bring that up. When I saw Capaldi, that was like my second thought was, wow, mm-hmm. you're, you're pretty much halfway home on the Brainiac line. Just no one is going to. Now, Now to be fair, uh, Brainiac did pop up in Krypton, which, I mean, has since been canceled. But the look of Brainiac on that show, looked it was fucking perfect. So, I mean, come on, DC. We haven't seen Brain Hacking in Superman. We kind of, you know, let's see. The the scripts are already written.
1: There's already uh, all these stories. All you got to do is just get someone to copy paste it onto like a Word doc and give it to some actors. It's so easy.
0: So, just real quick, and I don't want to go too deep into this uh, as we wrap up. I mean, if you haven't read any Suicide Squad, I would encourage you, because obviously I don't want to, you know, the spoil the fucking movie for you but reading Suicide Squad volume 1 trial mm-hmm. by fire that's kind of required reading like if like if you're going to read anything Suicide Squad i would say read that that will give you at least somewhat of a floor going into the movie and and i i really again i i hesitate to tell people to read comics before you go into a comic book film because i don't want you to spoil shit but i think you can read trial by fire and you'd be probably more enhanced reading it and if you are are gonna gonna read um try and find
1: try and at least get a good sample of the earlier books before harley quinn because harley quinn kind of takes over the entire show once they do put her in the suicide squad and um you'll you'll get a lot more fun background on the other characters if you let go with some books that aren't gonna just lean super heavily on her name recognition
0: yeah but but yeah this is august uh I will be going to the theater way more once I actually can safely go to a theater because I want to see this in IMAX. I don't know if they're putting it I out in ho- IMAX. I hope that they, they should use should the same aspect ratio as the
1: Snyder can just to fuck with you.
0: <laughs> Why are you the way you are? But anything else you uh, want to nope. say on this? Oh, oh uh, yes. Uh,
1: so last thing I'll say about Starro is this definitely means that we're going to get Jaro at some point, and I want a Batman and Robin movie with Jaro as the Robin. That's my request for James Gunn.
0: You know, I mean, he's on Twitter. I mean, you just be like, hey, bud. I know you don't have Twitter, but let's make a Twitter real quick. He'd be like, I'm pretty hey, sure bud. I'll get cancer like, if I even go on Twitter. Like, I'm um, a fan. So <laughs> that, That's completely fair. I'll, I'll do it for you then. But, yeah, this comes out in August. It's coming out on HBO Max and in theaters the same day, because that's the part of the HBO agreement through the end of the year. Um, I would tell people... So, okay. I'm going to put out in the universe. I hope this makes as much as the last Suicide Squad did, because despite our feelings on it, the last Suicide Squad film did clean up, which is why we're getting it's a soft reboot. It's not about David here, so yeah, a, a soft reboot. Yeah, exactly. That's that's the best way to put it. But this looks like a war film again. It looks like it, uh, DC's Dirty Dozen, and if if we can, if they can even come close to capturing that, and it just happens to have. Uh, comic book characters. Gun is really good at blending genres that happen to just ha- feature comic book uh, characters in it. So I have no reason to think this will be not even good. Um, good, it's probably uh, is probably its floor. Um, it's just going to be a matter of how great it can be and how they handle the deaths because I think there will be um, some incredible deaths here. So. I'll just say last thing for me. If Pete Davidson dies and I get king and I get a King Shark is a shark, the floor is pretty much a B plus for me. It could it could it could fuck up at every other avenue and I'd be like, oh cool, I got the two things like that I personally kind of like in Dark Phoenix, like when Mystique died. I'm like, alright, oh, well your your floor is a D minus because you killed Mystique and fuck that version of her. But yeah, I'm hyped for this. And DC fans, you should be extremely Hunter excited loves about. loves it when this he can like a because... DC movie
1: because then you all get off of his back about how he hates DC.
0: I do. I know. I, you can literally look behind me and find the DC encyclopedia, <laughs> and it's like I like DC. goddammit. <laughs> it! Just like believe me. But anyways, I digress. But. Alyssa, thank you so much for being on. I appreciate you so much. And yeah, no, we'll have, have to, to do, uh, have
1: to do Hell to Bay, I think, in the interim um, before we watch this one.
0: Yeah, well, we still have to review both seasons of Harley Quinn.
1: Well, it, every time <laughs> I blink, like, four months go past. You gotta give me a break here.
0: I I, I, I know, trust me. I, I I get this. It's all been insane, so I'm not judging. All right, well, thank you so I don't much for any being social on, medias. But, I know um, that Hunter usually has else? people do outs, uh, but I don't
1: have any. Find me on 4chan, I guess.
0: <laughs> wait what can it wait what can it <laughs> wait what yeah. okay all right i'll just ignore that but everyone you can find the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts uh soundcloud apple google Podcasts, podbean stitcher iheart radio spotify amazon music to name a few at the real pineapple you can follow yours truly on the twitter at jhunter Real Pineapple, that's R-E-E-L Pineapple, and you can find my colleague Scott on Twitter at Nierman, that's Nearman. that's N-E-A-R M-A-N, the first, and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple and at Real Pineapple Games, because I'm actually going to be on Twitch next month, oh god, that's terrifying, but thank you so much for listening we'll have reviews up here soon for Minari, uh, One Night in Miami, as well as The Father with Anthony Hopkins, I'm going to start doing In reviewing all the Best Picture nominees here in the next couple weeks. That's going to be my next project. But thank you so much for listening, everyone. Wear a mask, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, hit stop, bud.